Yo fellas, what's going on? People, what's going on? Welcome back to Bias Brothers Podcast. And we have a nice panel of Randy, Ramya and Darren today. Today we're discussing top transfers at the past window. How this is going to work, everybody submitted their own top 10 and we have a general top 10 based on our, um, our submissions. Okay. Yeah. So, Lowy, 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 So, this number 10 was a position that had to be randomized because this um, was a player that none of us, well, only one of us had. So not more than one of us had this player. And it was randomized in our wheel. I had no choice but to do it because this mm. was this was the only unique position in the list. And number 10 was Ross Barkley to Aston Villa. That was that was me? That I had that one actually. Oh, but, no, yeah. No, and uh, let me justify that, right? From the game that Barkley played against Liverpool. Um, it Barkley is the player that Villa needed to play alongside Grealish and McGain and them uh, because he he drive the midfield, he control the midfield, and he give Liverpool a lot of a lot of pressure going forward and and going back as well. And I think Barkley this season going to be one of Villa's top players in both goals and assists and other contributions. To all you think. I think that's fair. That's a fair assumption. He has the quality to do it. So, I mean, all the best to him. Boy, I won't put it in my top 10, though, but... I mean. <laughs> yeah, how are you making 10, boy? <laughs> yeah, Barkley was a... Yeah, I got honourable mention. Yeah, he could get honour. He can make it the 11th man. He can make it the 11th man. I mean, if you had to call an 11th man, he could, you know, or 12th man. Wait, wait, when he said 10... I thought he was meaning that he was a good transfer for uh, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but that too is a good transfer out, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I kind of feel sorry for him because he thought that with the good crop of players around him now, he would finally get to, to do something great. You mean in Villa? No. In Chelsea? In, yeah. No, I think then, Chelsea, then, I think then Chelsea too high for him. Chelsea, he out again. Yeah, Chelsea, as I say in the, the Champions League podcast, um, Barkley is not Chelsea quality. And now that he is a club, that on his level, he will do it. I, I slightly disagree. I think um, in Chelsea, he didn't get uh, a fair chance. I would say right. that. Probably because he wasn't a, a big name and probably because he was an internal transfer, meaning from another Premier League team to, an, to a Premier League team. Those type of transfers always gather or attract a lot less attention. Um, so I think he, I think it just he doesn't get the right chances in Chelsea rather than he's not of Chelsea's quality. No, nah, I so, think he gets enough chances. But he gets too much chances. <laughs> but it's, it's funny to me, you know, because is this like Chelsea have a a history of having these players, like they're going through a bit of form, and it's like. They're the next greatest thing coming That's out of Chelsea. Saying, yeah. And then, boop, as soon as they fall out of favour, they send them to Crystal Palace on loan. Like or they you? send them to some small... Yeah, yeah. send them to some yeah. small team on loan until they water down and then they eventually sell them to Brighton or some somewhere like that. I think but, this was warranted for Barkley. Barkley had this coming maybe two seasons now. And... Yeah, he get he get a good move. I think Villa is a good move. Eh? Wait, you guys took him from Everton? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, he came. We bought him injured, so he didn't play. Like, okay, we bought him in the summer. He didn't play until maybe January. The first game was against Arsenal in League Cup, I think, in in January. So okay. he had a top first start. He had a top start to, to Chelsea career. But I mean, okay. he's gonna start regularly for Villa, so hopefully, he's def- definitely, start. definitely. Yeah, more matches on the belt to um play better. Get more confidence, I guess. Yeah. Well, I would know, have, it, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I would have, I would have take he. Well, man, you could have take anybody at the moment. So. No, no, no. no. <laughs> don't, don't don't do that one. Don't do that one. 
Kasi for continue, not, yeah. to, not to share too much, but what is your world for Zaha boy? Why why did top Premier League clubs not buying him? For me, he has shown equality. Is it a case that they don't want to buy no, him? I don't know. Or, or is it that he doesn't want to leave Palace? I think he, uh, wants, he to leave, wants to leave Palace. But he's not so no, no, nobody bid for him? I think, didn't Arsenal bid for him one season? No, nobody bid for him. Because no. oh. he, he has improved his game. For me, he's a lot more complete. So, but, as, but with Zaha, well, like like all um English players, you'll get premium price. Palace will call out kind of 90 million, 80 million for him. Yeah. And, and family yeah. clubs don't want to show that, that money. Yeah. True. Yeah. Good point. Okay. But to be fair, though, from a statistical point of view, they were reviewing him the other day. Even though he's that flair play and thing, his stats are just not that great. True, but you could say that for other players too who still. Um, for the same thing is stats, yeah. stats really, stats kill football. Everything. Yes, yeah, yeah. only watch stats. You don't know, watch the game. You don't watch the game. You the game and to the play. If you watch, mm-hmm. if you watch yeah, a player like Tomino, stats, for example. You know, but his role in the Liverpool team very important. Well, it's clear. Well, it, it's clear. It's clear the role he plays. But I feel like that's working against him, though. Um, well, the lack of goals and assists, something. Yeah, and assists for a, for a, like a top class winger, you're gonna bring into your squad. But to be fair, he can't get the assists that he should be getting with with um the players with ben, he have at first. Yeah, with ben agreed. Uh, yeah, agreed. Agreed. So that kind of hampering. Comparing him to, but I think he has shown enough, though. I think he has shown. I, I, I agree. I so, agree. I mean, I'm confused. Every chance to market, um, every chance to market when he isn't, where there are no solid offers coming in for him, it's a bit confusing. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes, how Zaha is in this top ten, and, and we're talking about him so much. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, number nine, two of us had this player, and is a, is one of one of the Chelsea players on this list is Hakim Ziyech. Darwin, you are in your list. Yes, I did. Talk about that. Much higher up, though. I think he he is an impact player, and I think he will be an exciting player for the Premier League. I like him quite a lot, and I think he will benefit Chelsea. I mean, generally, Chelsea transfer business was, I mean, off the records this season, in my view. Um, but I think Zek will be a special talent, and I think once he once he's fit on playing. Um, he and um, Pulisic on the next side. I think that's a that's a fearsome um, um, top three. Yeah, me and Andy, why you didn't have him in this? Yeah, but... he was getting an honourable mention for me. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> see, I had to see a little bit of him play, right? But I agree with what um, Darren saying. I would love to see him, Pulisic, Havertz, and Werner in like a four-two-three-one for Chelsea. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, that would look great for me. I think um. As as much attacking signings that Chelsea made this um this transfer window here, I think they needed more defensive um signings because last year and they had like the worst defensive performance in the league for a long time. So you don't think Chelsea like did make good defensive signings? I know they did make two good defensive signings. That's why I rated the defensive signings more than the attacking signings. We actually those. signed defensive players first. Mm-hmm. We signed but, um. Chilwell, we signed um, Thiago, we signed Saar. Yeah, and Mendy as well. But back to the Ziyech, Ziyech is a quality player. And I really want to see him when he hit the ground running in the prem. Yeah, I mean, how come you leave him out? I mean, I couldn't put only by eight people. All the Chelsea men could not reach on my list. I chose the persons who I thought like filled like a gap that the team was screaming for. Mm. So like that defensive player... And that upfront um, player in Werner, I thought those were more critical fills than another winger or another midfielder to me. I had him at eight, and I think we needed Havertz after losing Hazard and Pedro. We and not Havertz yet. We need a winger, and we got that winger to supplement Pulisic and, and Callum, and I left with the winger too. That's, I think that was yeah. needed to, to add a little more dimension, a little more depth to the squad. Probably didn't have the, the name as other signings, but in terms of quality and impact on play, I think he's a top um, transfer. And actually, I had him at transfer number two. Yeah, you had him at two, yeah. actually. <laughs> yes. 
you wanted him in Barca? Huh? You wanted him at Barca? I mean, well, how uh, with how our wingers go, I don't mind at this point, eh? but I mean, he's injured. So we'll see, we'll see. We'll Barca, see. Barca could sign me and we'll be happy. Let's move on to number eight. Two of us had him again, this player, and his Suarez to Atletico. Randy, you yeah. had him in your oh. list, obviously, as the Atletico man, Randy, to go Suarez. Wait, yeah. I don't know. I put him in the team because uh, last season Atletico struggled for goals in a Suarez, a proven goal scorer, even though he's on the decline. I don't I think that he will comfortably get um 15 to 20 goals and to get him for free. That's why I ranked him. So I had him at number one. The only reason that is because we got him for free. This is like I still consider him a top 10 striker in the world, you understand? Yeah, but and number I, one, the best striker you the best transfer you win, though. Well, that's a stretch. <laughs> 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 I guess the yeah, fact that uh, uh, we got him for free, that's a... That's yeah, a that's why I put him at number one. We got a player of that caliber for free coming in. And I'm sure he already scoring goals and getting assists in a defensive team like Atlanta. And he make it worse. He came from a, a, an opposing club. Exactly. Yeah. We need a direct That's... Yeah, boy. Okay. That's why I ranked him up there. And I'm for sure certain he'll get 15 to 20 goals in all competitions. So, solid signing. Well, at seven, everybody except Darwin had him. And it's Thomas party to Arsenal. Darwin, why leave him out? I mean, he, he doesn't have a big name. And I don't know much about him. Well, he's a player Arsenal needs. Yes. But, um, I mean, I'll wait to see what he contributes. Because for me, he's a very strong midfielder, but he's also very inconsistent, with, you know. So we'll see. And the Premier League is a high-intensity league. So we'll see just how consistent he is. He has proven himself in my books to be very inconsistent. And I think that's the reason why they got rid of him in the very first place. Um, so we'll see. But he has the talent. So we'll see. And the use the Atletico, man, is it the case that they got rid of him or they had no choice but to sell him? Because no, remember, um, um, remember, um, Torreira came the other way too. Party no. went to Arsenal, Torreira came to Atletico. No, the case with Thomas was simple. Um, yeah, over the past four years, I would say he was one of my favorite players. He wanted more. He wanted um, an increase in wages, right? But the coronavirus had struck Atletico really hard during this whole pandemic thing, and they didn't want to give him that um contract. So he said um. He would like a new challenge and he went to... Well, well I, I saw that he was waiting for a bigger club. Yeah, well, that and was on a, He wanted a new challenge as well, but I heard he wanted uh, more wages as well. But for me, I thought he was a quality player. I didn't think he was that inconsistent, considering most of the games he played for us was more in the holding midfielder role. And against the small side, he played like more box-to-box. For me, he was one of my favourite players over the last four years. And... um. Arsenal, I think he's like the Patrick Vieira-esque. I'm not saying he's in that bracket, but like that type of player for Arsenal that Arsenal missing for all these years. You know, he could be that type of player for them. And I would love to see how he's going to fit in Arteta's system. I think Arsenal have a good shot at top four with him in his side. Yeah, I mean, you had him eight. How big party is for you for Arsenal? Um, well, for me, I've been watching Arsenal, specifically AFTV for a few years. Um, they were begging for this transfer um, and you could see where he would fit in the system. Now that they have him, I want to hear what the excuse would be now going forward. So they have filled a critic again. Is I rank it based on, you notice it was kind of far down, but based on the importance the club placed on the position that he, he's going to occupy, because you, you kept hearing that talk about shoring up that area. So for me, him coming in, um, after he fills that position, what do Arsenal have to say? And I kind of like, like players who come from out of the English league. I really like players coming from the Spanish league because they just have that more grit than, say, the, the, other, the, other, the other leagues. So it would be interesting to see that kind of grit in a team that is trying to build grit going forward. So I'm excited to see what he brings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, Arsenal needed a, a 
like destroyer defensive midfielder. Because mm-hmm. Shaka can't do that. El Nene can't do that. So, Why um, does he even play? El Nene? Yeah. I, I, don't, I just wonder too. <laughs> El Nene have no right to be on the field, no right to even be in the club. That's true, yeah. Yeah, but um, with Thomas there, it will give Ceballos a lot more freedom to, to uh, be creative and spray passes along the field and thing. To make up what Ozil not getting the chance to do. And give Arsenal some options like going forward. Arsenal, Arsenal's formation with him is a three-man midfield or four-man midfield. I think it will so be in Atletico. Randy, correct me if I'm wrong. He plays with um, a four-man midfield. Yeah. We're playing a four-four-two. Right? You think he can hold it basically on his own there in the midfield if Arsenal playing a, a four-three-three? Arsenal not playing a four-three-three. Who thinks <laughs> Arsenal will play a three-four-three more than likely? So he will be alongside Ceballos in that that two. Well, move on to number six. Um, everybody except me had him. No, no. Um, yeah, me and and Darren had him. Me and Randy didn't have him, but Bill to talk now. Yeah, it's more honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna talk about Bill. I mean, we know Bill. Um. We saw what he did to Bartra a couple of years ago. I'll say what he did to Bartra. Yeah, yeah, that was embarrassing. But um, I think he's still a good player. Um, familiar with the club, familiar with the manager. Going in a front tree with probably Son, Kane and Bale going to be a lot of pressure for who is defending them because he has the pace. He has the pace. Son is a very dynamic person. Harry Kane is a finisher. I think that's going to be a very formidable front three going up against any defense. But I've proven that Bale um, is still that kind of quality. It's still family quality. Remember, yeah. Bale hasn't played for a while. It might take him some time for warm up back, but I, I don't think that his past is his far past his best. I think they're gonna cause some damage in the Premier League for sure. Darren, you had Bill at 10. Talk about Bill. Yeah. Um I would say um form is temporary, but class is permanent. And for me, that's where Bill come in. Um yeah, I was never a big Bill fan because obviously I was playing with, with, with um, Real Madrid and I'm a Barca fan. But <laughs> he has quality. I think that um, I think he still has it. And I know that um, Tottenham needed that type of player, that kind of star player. And Bill has proven himself to be a big game player. And if there's one thing Tottenham probably didn't have is that type of player. So I think he would um, he would make a difference in those big games, which is important for Tottenham because they had to be the top four to get into the top four. Yeah. So I think they need that type of player. Yeah, and you left him out, why? Well, he, he, um, you see, that is the same reason I think you had left him out. I know he didn't play in a while, so I'd, I'm not sure what to expect from him, you know, because he's not the same electric lightning pace bill that we are accustomed to, you know. I think he'll play like he'll play like more. He wouldn't play the same kind of pace, and you know? he play maybe more of a technical game, try to pass more. Maybe you know he wouldn't be like that dribbling pacey kind of guy we saw years ago who terrorized Mykon and etc. That's why I left him out. But he was getting an honorable mention though. So yeah, I would love to see him do well for Spurs. And I was getting talks that Bale might actually be playing through the middle up front, like as an alternative to Kane. So that would be interesting. That'll be interesting, yeah. Be a player, that'll, that'll be yeah, that'll be interesting. Fun. But you know, Mourinho will go for a practical um, lineup, so we'll see. And Mourinho have a tendency to be playing midfielders or, or wingers in the ninth position. Like Fellaini. <laughs> I don't know what Mourinho was thinking of that, boy. Nightmares, boy. Nightmares. Mourinho was playing Hazard at, at nine too. Ronaldo in Real Yeah. Well, now is where things start to get interesting. We're going to the top five now. Yeah. And I think everybody just about had him. Everybody except Randy. Team of Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, I talk about Bruno. 
top striker, don't know that leading the England, leading the German line, um, pacey, dynamic. He didn't what hit the ground running for Chelsea yet. Yeah, I know, but we know that it's coming. It's just that him just adjusting. Mm. Um, he's been pretty consistent, and he's the thing is he's been he's been edged to lead that Germany line from he was so young. So you know, say him getting a lot of grooming, and he's he's been doing well over the years. In in basically was a talisman for him team that him leave. Uh, I think he has a lot to offer Chelsea. He's very clinical, is what I like about him, for a striker. Um, I mean, he hasn't shown that yet, but I think he'll hit the ground running in short order. So I think it's very good for Chelsea. You guys never really had a striker, a proven striker, because you guys have um, Tommy. Tommy Abraham, but he's kind of like a young striker. Yeah, and then... And then Giroud was kind of past his prime. And Michi. So, Michi already didn't want to play Michi. So it's like, going to get the prime striker I want to want now. So the attack in that regard has been settled. So it's now to make him gel. Because he tried and proven national striker as well as club Leipzig, striker. So, yeah. yeah, so. Dan, you, had him, Dan, you had him at one. Yeah. Um, if you ask me, if we had to put all the... Um, players on the chance for this in one bag and, uh, and pick the top chance. So I would put Timo Una, um right up there. Um, probably of all the, the possible players any team could have um, purchased this chance window, I think he was probably the best. I mean, call one. The man is technically very strong. Um, he will be a dominant striker in years to come. And uh, I think that he he, he is he will be the new Suarez, I think, in the next two to three years. Andy, why are you leaving out? I don't know, but um, maybe because I see him play in the first two games, you know, but the first few games, but I guess I should not judge him based on the first few games. Uh, like I said, I prioritize... Yeah, he wasn't convinced. I'd, yeah, but I'd prioritize the defensive signings Chelsea made more than the attacking signings, but like, I agree with them. I do think he will hit the ground running soon, but yeah, he's probably one I should have put in. If I had to pick out of the attacking sign in Chelsea, maybe yeah, he was a, he's a top sign. Yeah, I think so too. I think, as as Ramia say, he just needs time to gel. Yeah, I he, remember he playing out of position right now. He's right. playing on the left side. He might get 15 goals this year. Well, yeah, I said. That's a lot of quality for 50 million or thereabouts. A lot of quality. Usually, I mean, if you compare him to Martinez, all right, Letaro um, Martinez, what they want almost 90 million or 100 million for him. And Timo Werner is a more complete and proven player than Martinez. So, I mean, if you, if you compare that, that is a good deal, easily. I, I think with Martinez, that 90 million is just Barca price. I think if anybody else was trying to get Martinez, it would be less than that. Uh, good point. Yeah, good point. My brother, well, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Howard is quite rightly number four. I actually had him first, not fourth. But yeah, Howard is the, the player. Howard is a generational player, basically. Howard is what Chelsea need at going forward to provide chances. And even to score goals, we, we saw with, with Leverkusen. And how it's, you could see that he already is a force to be reckoned with, even in the international break. He and Werner linked up well, so I'm looking yeah. forward to see that for Chelsea now. And yeah, I think Howard will be a quality player this season and seasons to come. Like you say, um, generational player. I still think he, he's very young, so that's why I didn't put him up there in my list, though. I think, um, 
you see when a young player tends to move to the Premier League, the transition, especially from the Bundesliga to the um Premier League's um pace of play and thing, it'll be a little tough for him now. That's why I didn't put him up there. But like you say, maybe in a few years' time and thing, we gotta wait and see how he'll perform. Um for well, me, I haven't yeah, seen to be quite honest, I haven't seen what the big hype is about. I'm not saying that he's not a good player. Um I before he came to Chelsea, he same. That was my opinion. What was the big hype about? Because I looked at a couple of games with him, and I thought I thought that he was a good player, but not not the type of hype that he was attracting. Um, however, um, he's a young player with talent, so I'll give him time and and with potential. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him time to settle in and see what he can do. Well, going on to the last Chelsea player on this list, and both Ramia and me had him too. And he is still in the, in the final list, so is Edward Mendy. I mean, I talk about Mendy. Oh, yeah. Um, again, fixing the problems, apparent problems of the squad. I mean, Kepa wasn't doing you any favours. I don't doubt that he's still a quality goalkeeper, but somewhere, somehow, he kind of lost the blueprint, or he and Frank not on the same wavelength. I mean, to be fair, he seemed to not have been on the same wavelength of the previous manager, but his quality brought him through. But now we're making a lot of mistakes. You guys go out and get a replacement. I, I haven't seen a lot of Mendy play in his previous club. He still has some weaknesses now, I think, in coming fall. But I think positionally, he seems to be pretty sound so far. And as a shot stopper, he seems to be doing his stuff. Something that, I guess, the previous keeper was kind of shaking him. He's showing a lot Both more... Both keepers, actually. Right. He's showing a lot more um, leadership from the back. I see there's more communication with the defenders in the games that he's played. So I think, again... Him going to bring a lot more confidence to that back line in dealing with issues. I just think that on the set plays, balls coming close to the to the to him, I think Chelsea might be vulnerable there still because he doesn't command the air balls very well. You he think so? He hasn't done that so far. Not he, did, he did it in the league cup against Spurs. Not not to me. Not yet. He hasn't proven that command to me as yet. Well, he only played two games, Spurs and Palace, and he didn't have anything to do against Palace. So. Well, I'm still sticking that <laughs> he's shaky in the air for sure. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's solid in the air. He's good at catching. He's good at Boy. commanding the the the, the um the area. Um, I I agree with I agree with those points. You know, as I mentioned, his leadership and command communication in the back, but. Really, I think that's his vulnerability. And the fact that we have an, another French speaking person in, in the defense helps a lot. Now, chill, we'll just have to go and use his at a stone and learn some French. And the entire back line will speak French. And we'll be good. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the many conversations are interesting for me because, one, we can all admit that um, Mendy's purchase wasn't on Chelsea's list, probably at the beginning of the season. He only he only came as a result of Kepa's poor form. No, no, Mendy was a well. I wouldn't say Mendy per se, but a keeper was a, a target. Keeper. Yeah, a keeper okay. was a target. But, yeah, right. Mendy was not on the list. I think we can admit that for sure. So I think his 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 impact is being compared to the yeah. fact that Kepa was so bad rather than this is such a great buy. I don't think it was. I don't think it was such a great buy. I just think the effect of it. Is being compared to how bad Kepa was, so we we kind of see him in a in a greater light. But I mean, he, he for me isn't special, but he should be solid. I think any keeper that we buy will be better than Kepa, to be honest. Yeah, good point. No, 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 no. That's not fair. I mean, Kepa's a good keeper, you know. He's just very uh, very much error prone. His confidence is very low. But he's a he, he he was a good keeper before that whole incident with him and um that substitution yeah the whole substitution yeah. thing with um sorry happened he was good before that after that it just went downhill yeah, yeah. it's just mistakes after mistakes yeah it just it, went downhill it, 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 it's just annoying now but his first couple of games um David he was really good though 
He was, yes, he, he was. Good. But then the, the whole sorry thing happened. He got the attention. He got a lot of criticism. Negative, negative from attention. Players, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his confidence just went down to the floor after that. I, I think he can, he can recover that um that that confidence. I think he'll be a good keeper. Yeah, I think he need to go out on loan to get some confidence too, because I don't see him playing much this season. Because with... we're just too high. Yes, we just would be too high. Christian, um, um, David, mm. um, um, Willie or Kepper. For the cups, for the cups, for the cups, for the cups. Oh, for the cups. Uh, I'll, I'll have to go with Willie. Willie is a cup. You are cruel. I'll have to go with Willie. Yeah, boy, you are cruel. Hey, boy, how do you talk? You are cruel, boy. Willie has been cruel. Willie has been a tried, a tried and trusted cupkeeper. Willie has been. This man going to be a third, third keeper. Kepa could be rotated in the league. He, he just not going to get as much playing time. He was sort of against West Ham and Burnley and Newcastle and them, but okay. against the big teams, when they had to play. Well, everybody except, actually, no, it was me and Ramia. Ramia had him at second and he is second in the next one. So, number two is Thiago to Liverpool. Ramia, oh, you, yeah. had, you had Thiago at second. Yeah, um, I mean, what is else is there to say? I mean, treble winner. Actually, Randy had him too, too. Treble winner. Yeah. Um, solid midfielder from Barca days. It's still shocking how we, well, I mean, not so shocking because of the relationship with Wait, the coach at the time. Everybody had him in the list, actually. Darren, you had him too, as well. Okay. Yeah. So, quality midfielder just coming off a treble win. Um, coming into a team that I think needed uh, just a touch more quality in the midfield to keep pace with the successes of last season and even to continue to challenge this season. Um, all right, so there are some utility midfield players in the team now. So with him being a permanent fixture, then those utility players will be able to Playing different roles and stop different gaps when there are injuries and that kind of stuff. So rather like than, Milner, Milner and yeah, rather than having Milner. right, rather than having to always be on the grind every week, every week. So I think he makes that midfield better because of his quality, as well as he gives the team that boost so that if there's an injury in other key positions, those utility players who usually fill the midfield position can be freed up. So fill in a right back for two, three weeks or fill in at left back for, for a couple of weeks. So I think he was a was a very good signing for them. It was kind of quiet. Um, it just happened. But hey, that's how Liverpool does their business. Yeah, and you are not too. Yeah, um, I put Thiago high up in my list simply because if you look at plenty of Liverpool signings over the years, right? None of these players were world class before they came into Liverpool. You know? Many of them were like half decent players. You know? Van Dyke from Southampton, half decent. Mane, half decent. Salah, half decent. But then they became world class. And over the past 18 months, it's it really difficult to criticize Liverpool and areas that they needed improving in. Because we know how they, they play the midfield game with strong pressing, etc. And Thiago is a world-class player coming into this team. He's actually a world-class and a proven player. And one part probably you could say needed improving in Liverpool team is maybe somebody to um you know control the game and the passes a bit more. And Thiago is a man adding to that. And if he could improve it, if he could improve a team that barely need improving, that's a fantastic signing. And for the price they get him at two, a proven world-class player. Top Crazy. Yeah. Randy, I couldn't have said it better. Um, Thiago, when he was leaving Barcelona, it was probably one of my worst days because I, I, I was, I would have been well aware that, I mean, we are going to miss out on a world-class midfielder in years to come. And the guy has proven it. He was the best player on the pitch in the Champions League final. He was superior. Um, Thiago is quality. He's a very smart player. 
uh, which I don't think that we should leave out. Very, very smart, intelligent on the ball. And um, I, I'm getting the impression I want Jomo to be here because I'm getting the impression, I don't know about you all, for some reason I'm getting the impression that in Liverpool they consider him to be a, a, a squad player. I think he has to start immediately. I think he has the coronavirus. Yeah, I think he has to start immediately. I don't think he should be... No, I think, it, I think it's the case that he has corona. Yeah, corona. That's yeah, why you're not seeing it. No, but I, from, I'm listening to what the comments coming from the club. And okay. I got the impression okay. that, you know, he's a squad player. Not that he's coming to fit in the midfield immediately. Yeah. I think he should be fit in the midfield immediately. Sure. And I think he should... Well, lead the midfield. Who's better than him in Liverpool right now? The man would... If there's one player to improve anything in the world right now, I think that is Thiago. I think Klopp's smarter than that. Klopp will make him a starter eventually. Klopp, Klopp just don't want to, to, to rush him into the squad, basically. Yeah. And he said that. Klopp said that. He don't want to just rush Thiago back into the squad. He wants to um, give Thiago time. He wants to give Thiago time to see. Against, um, what, which was the team again? I can't remember. The team. And he was, he was like he was playing there for the last two years. Oh, against Chelsea? Yeah, I think it was Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. the first game. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. Immediately. Yeah, but Thiago yeah. was playing against a dead team on Chelsea. Boy. Chelsea yeah, didn't give him anything to do. Though. And he considered a penalty. He considered a penalty too. Chelsea didn't give him much to do. Uh, I think, he, I think the, the quality was, was clear. Was clear. He was on a different level compared to the other players on the pitch. Exactly. And that's not a Barca bias. That's just. I, I, mean, think, that, I think that real. that that Chelsea game was the wrong game to judge him by because Chelsea didn't give him much. Food. Chelsea didn't press him. Chelsea didn't give him any pressure on the board. Chelsea just yeah. let him pass the ball. That was a that, 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 that was a bad game. Based on the Champions League final, and PSG did press, and he was amazing. He was fantastic. Yeah, and, and 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 I think because he's such a good technical player, we, we often don't comment on his athleticism. That's yeah. true. He's not yeah, a very physical for a small top, guy. Top, class, top, but... top, yeah. top, 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 top. Very, very physical for a small guy. For sure. I mean, we uh, we made an offer for him, but I think the club disrespected him so much that he just couldn't come back. Um, but he's a prodigal son. I hope he does at some point. Yeah. Darren, enter that point in time. He was supposed huh? to be um, in yesterday replacement in the long yep, run. Yeah, boy, he was. But poor planning from the club. They they didn't give him the opportunities that he needed at the that time. Pep went to Bayern and Pep bring him with him. So. Yeah, but he would have stayed, even if Pep left, he would have stayed if he was getting the opportunities in Barcelona. But we won't. Yeah. We were playing, uh, I mean, Xavi's a legend, probably Xavi and Yester legends. But he, at that point, they should have been rotating Xavi a little bit more and giving Thiago more playing time. I mean, we won't do that. We're still squad. playing Xavi um, 90 minutes every game against smaller teams. And those games, um, I find They're Thiago should have played. Yeah. Well, that whole Xavi and Iniesta used to start pardon. Play against Getafe and, and Betis and them. What? And just pick up. That whole used to what? start pardon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that. Plumber's FC, yes. That is itself. Plumber's and Farmer's FC. And? Man, just leave the bakery to go and sweat. I'll leave that for tonight. Well, moving on to our final person on the list, our number one transfer of the window. Nah. Darren didn't have him at all. Randy had him at fourth. I had him at second. Ramia had him at first. Oh, I think I know it. There's Hamas Rodriguez there as well. Yep. Why Ramia? Um, I think he adds that bit of world class to that midfield. Um, already he has shown you movement, vision, passing. I feel like he might need to get more physical for the Prem because they're not going to show as much respect as when you're in Spain playing for a Galacticos or a Barcelona. But um, he's been really good for them so far. He adds that bit of, as I said, world-class quality in the midfield. I think the coach has given him that roaming license. So sometimes he's coming off the left. Sometimes he's coming off the right. Sometimes he's going through the center. He's been linking up the plays. 
He's been involved in a few assists and pre-assists so far. Um, and I think he's going to be exciting for Everton going forward. I well, just say, like, um, say he's not, he not physical, but I think um, Ancelotti, if it were Ancelotti playing, he doesn't need to be physical. Be. That's true. So he, will have, that, he will have the time on and off the ball that he will be able to make his own space and not be physical. Right. So I think, I think that's exciting. And it gives that front that Richarlison and... And Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin, yeah. So them getting some top-quality service going through this season now. Um, so I, I'm expecting them to score Everton to continue scoring a lot of goals. And just, I really want them to make it into Europe this season. Um, I'm not sure if they'll have the gas to push for the Champions League, but definitely I would want them to be in the Europa League at the end of the season. Randy, you had him at fourth. Talk about Hamas. Yeah, the reason I put Hamas so high in Melissa, in Melissa was based on his performances in the first four games, right? Because on paper, when I saw it, I was like, James Rodriguez going to the Premier League, you know, going to Everton side, you know, Everton side is uh, mid-table side. So I was like, okay, okay. But then when I see him playing in the system under Ancelotti, I see him playing the passes, I see him looking good. I was like, okay, this could actually be a decent signing. And Ancelotti has his little project, I think, at Everton. Because I've been following James since his days in Porto through Monaco. Because, I mean, his resume is fantastic, right? Obviously, titles with Real Madrid, but Bayern Munich, Porto, Monaco, and he come in here in the Premier League now because Ames is a very technically gifted player. We everybody knows this. That was my only concern. I was wondering, will he be able to deal, like as Ramia said, with the physical demands of the Premier League? But so far, he's doing well, and I would love to see him play against this shaky Liverpool team coming up here this weekend. I'll, I guess this game will we'll see what he can do against a top team in the Prem. Uh huh. why you didn't have him. Nah, that's an interesting one there. Um, the premise of my list was based on players who not necessarily performed at the beginning of the season, but players who I thought at the uh, when the transfers were completed at the end of the transfer market would have a on their team. Yeah. Um, so that's why I chose players like even Van der Beek and all those guys. They haven't played as it and haven't had the impact, but I still chose them because I think that they would have an impact on their club. Um, Hamas is a player who I didn't think would have had. A, a too serious effect or impact on the Premier League. Um, I think that he, his days in Madrid, I looked at him quite a lot and he, he didn't contribute much and his creative game was on probably three out of 10. All right. So I didn't, I didn't expect a huge impact, um, but based on performance thus far, if we base the list on that, then certainly he's up there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it's so far proven. So far, yeah. Everybody so far. wrong so Everybody far. Everybody wrong. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I, I, didn't, expect I didn't expect him either. But the I mean, coach, the, the coach is still saying, hey, don't rush to make any pronouncements. I still give him time. So and he's, he's, trying, he's, he's trying to manage. Very fast, eh? I mean, let's be honest. He's not a very fast player. Um, but, I mean, it's working out. He's with Ancelotti and Ancelotti knows him better than anyone else and is getting the best out of him. Um, so, I mean, if he had gone to probably Manchester United, probably would have been a flop. But why you he, have to say he was that? the right coach. <laughs> but he's not, he he not too long, though. Yeah, I mean, Boy. he's playing with the right coach. And I, again, that's the point of having the right coach for the right players. Something mm. that Barcelona can't seem to understand right now. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's, I, the, that's I, the benefit of it. That's the benefit I, of it. And I think he'll benefit from the organization that's coming from this project. It's not just random football. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But Hamas uh, hasn't played any big team. Well, they played Spurs on opening day, but yeah, that one. That yeah. Really so, count that. I mean, let's be careful with how much we rate him. But he has been so good for the last four games. He has been really, really good. So kudos to him. I mean, the Liverpool game not coming up now, this mm-hmm. weekend Happy. should be should be a good a game to test how he will be. Yeah. DCL hat trick again. <laughs> well, that's a game to, 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 to decide on um, Ancelotti's project. If, is it yeah. a title winning project or is it a, a project that will fizzle out after about 15 games? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, this is, but this is it, a very it, important. Kind of too early to say that still. This is what game week 
four or five. Yeah, so yeah, we have to see. We have to wait and see. Potentially another Leicester season this year. No, but wait, wait, wait. That is, that's number one transfer. Yeah, this is one. Yeah. But what would Trinkau play? Oh, you, like <laughs> you was the only one who had Trinkau. <laughs> so. You was the only you one who had Trinkau on the list. You manage the rising stuff. Darren, I put in a former Barca player in my list, but I put in your boy Arthur. So you again, you nah, still about Arthur. Nah. I, I wouldn't go there. I mean, I didn't oh. even put Arthur on my, on my list. How you leave so fast, though? What, what happened? I mean, it came down to, the decision for Arthur to leave came down to money. They had to balance the books, and that's why they got rid of him. His wages were high. That, unfortunately, for a team like Barcelona, you can't play two, three seasons and haven't done anything whatsoever. Look at the, I mean, stats is not everything, but the man starts as a mid starting midfielder for Barcelona, little to no assists, little to no goals, little to no penetrating passes. Arta is, he looks good, but he's not as good as people think. That's why he isn't Juventus now and he's still not playing. Hmm. I think Arta just needed more time, though. I think Barca rush him out. True. I mean, I would have given him more time, but I wouldn't say I miss him. I wouldn't say I miss him. No, but, but Darren, I would have given him more time. Darren, yeah? I think that's a bad move for the future, though, because I'll never replace him with Pjanic. With Pjanic, yeah. No, 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 no. That is, that is propaganda, sir. His replacement is um is these young guys, Alenia. Um, no, Alenia. Um, why is his name Supreme now? That might be Puig. Ricky Puj, yeah, Ricky Puj and Alenia, those are his replacements, not Pjanic. Sorry. So what Pjanic was brought in for then? Martin yeah. Books at Bartini. When he came out, <laughs> I guess he would answer. But that, that's crazy. The football, um, the role that Pjanic is playing, Alenia would have played that role very well if they have some faith in the youth and if they have some faith in the in in, in the academy players. Mm. Alright. Anybody have any other honorable mentions? Yeah, I think going back to Everton again, I think Alan is a pretty good buy too. Well, yeah, you had Alan. Alan. You had Alan at seven, yeah. Yeah, Alan is a pretty yeah. good buy because he brings stability to that midfield, mm-hmm. so they can move forward. Yeah, they can. But I'm yeah. on a vulnerable mention. I'm I'm shocked you Manchester United fans didn't recognize it. But why not Van der Beek? Because he has, he probably has not the impact that people probably assume. But I think I'll, he's a good player for Manny. I was That's trying to on paper. He's a good player on paper from United, but so far he's not being given oh, the time. Yeah. I was trying not to be like super biased. <laughs> Now I think he, he was a good transfer. No, yeah, you so, could have gone for him. You could have gone for him. Tell us, you could have gone for Well, you did for him, Cavani. He is a, yeah. he is a yeah. good transfer, right? But that's not what United needs. It's like if Messi had come to Manchester United, I still wouldn't put Messi in my top ten because that's not what Manchester United needs. Randy, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about Lionel Messi here. You know? Yeah, well, <laughs> over the logic, I see where I'm coming from. But I, I get it. United didn't need Van de Beek. I think they needed to sign more defenders. That's why I didn't put them in my list. Manu have the but defenders. Manu have the world of defenders. They have defenders, they're just not performing. So, I mean, and, and for me, if two coaches, three coaches come and it's the same problem, then probably the players is the problem. Probably need to get rid of some defenders and try somebody else. Manu yeah, and Arsenal is the same thing. Manu and Arsenal have a whole yeah. set of defenders. And they're just not performing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you could see them defenders starting in teams like Juventus, Barcelona, Liverpool. Maguire is a good defender. Oh, this guy is very strong too. <laughs> yes, form probably done. But I think if you go back to his days with Leicester City, I think that's where he proved his quality. Well, last no, time Maguire was good was for Hull City. See, when, when players like that reach the bigger clubs, I mean, it can't go wrong. It has always happened in football on a whole. It could go wrong. Um, let's hope that he recovers. But I still think he's a good defender. Well, United problem, is, United problem is stockpiling defenders and not letting any go. 
the bringing in more and more defenders and not letting go any same thing yeah, man, but you only blame many defenders but what about the midfield the midfield Pogba is a problem to Manchester United I rate him as a very good player but he's a problem to the team what well, does he doesn't want to be there he doesn't, he doesn't want he's not attacking the way he should attack and he's not defending the way he should defend but he has a big name and I think Manchester United midfield because of their willingness to only want to attack, they put additional pressure on the defence, and that's where they concede so many goals. But what is a problem at the stands, as good as he is? Who is the hole in, who is our hole in midfielder, Randy? Because I feel yeah, like that midfield balance is off. Scott McTominay is here holding with. But he doesn't play every game. Sometimes they put... Matic. Matic, some games, and even this next guy, he gets some gamers, games as well right. as Brazilian. Matic is the next Maharaja, so I don't know what, yeah, what they're doing there. Yeah, Matic is way past his prime, though. So, yeah. they're really struggling in that regard. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing there. Fred is probably, you probably should have purchased parting. Fred is a discount, Anderson. Fred should not be there. Matic, discount, Anderson. How can you discount, Anderson? And even Anderson was lady sub too sometimes. Yeah, that's it. Before we go, can who would you say is the best um youth buy for the future? Kai Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz. Okay, good call. Youth buy. I know I know um you go and say so junior dust, but no, I have Pedri. Where you get Pedri from? Damn, we paid five million for Pedri. No, where you get him from? Huh? Where you get Pedri from? You got him in the league. He used to play with one of the um the smaller um La Liga teams. But Pedri seventeen, five million, and uh, the world is at his feet. He hasn't shown it as yet, but he should he should um be a force to reckon with in some years to come. Best youth by but the only answer is Kai Havertz here, guys. Come on. Okay, bias, brother. <laughs> um, what would you say, Randy? I think. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. You say like twenty-two and under, twenty-one and under. Twenty-one yeah, and under. Twenty-one and under. Yeah, twenty-one. Yeah, I'll go with Havertz. I have no other option, but <laughs> I'll go with Havertz. Yeah. I'd say Chris Smalling. You see at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our next honorable mention, I would say, it was um Leroy Sane to Bayern Munich. Bayern. Yeah, yeah, that's um. Hey, we left everyone. Anyone had them on? Had them I on had them at number nine. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, them at nine. Yeah. Well, good job there. That's a good buy. Yeah, that's I, a good I, buy. I think it's because it it, it happened early. Why we kind of it happened early, so everybody kind of it, it, it missed all the hype. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's your buy and do their business. They're very discreet, yeah. very um effective business, but very quiet. And they didn't panic by on like some other red, red clubs in Manchester. And blue clubs too. <laughs> I don't know who um, blue club you talk about. <laughs> what, what, what so these about? are panic by. Man, these are panic by. Who did who did we bring in? I don't even actually I know. Um what do you think about Cavani, um, David? Cavani is a discount latter. Because that um, Zlatan was an old dog coming from PSG. Uh-huh. Surprisingly, Zlatan did well. But I don't think Cavani go and do the same. How old is Cavani? Like, Cavani is not 32. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. But, but the question is. Cavani um, don't have the personality like, like Zlatan had. He don't have the drive that Zlatan had to, um, to boss the league. Cavani go and be. I think Cavani. On paper, right now, is fourth choice um, striker or two choice yeah, striker. I was just going to ask Ramya that. What, what's he line up with Cavani or is he going to be a squad player? Um, for me, if I was the coach, you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were the coach. If you were the coach. Oh, um, all right, so what would I play in FIFA? Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, they put Igalo for, over Cavani. Surely. Ah, man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All the wicked. So for me, I would uh, I would uh, play a four three three. Um, whoever them want put in a midfield is up to them. But I would uh, have um <clears throat> Marshall off the left, Rashford off the right, and Cavani holding for sixty minutes. 
Then we'll bring on Greenwood or somebody else to change the game. Okay. Rashford on the right, though, that's an interesting one. He usually yeah, plays, no, yeah, but on the left. Yeah, but um, Martial cannot play off the right, none at all. No, sorry. I meant to say Ra- who will play on the right, Rashford? Well, just well, don't, yeah, play, don't, don't play Martial. Put um, Rashford on the left. I'm going Rashford plays on the left. Rashford plays on the left. He plays on the left now, but right. when but when Martial is on when Martial is not playing through the center, Rashford doesn't play on the left. Martial plays on the left. Okay. Well, Martial should bench and put Greenwood on the right side and you're, Rashford on the left side. You're crazy. Before my bench, Martial, <laughs> my bench, Rashford. Nah. Nah. Come nah. Come on. By the way, Rami Pipier, Rashford plays pretty well. We'll be coming for him in uh in about a season or two. Really? Thank Are you. you trying to buy him? Since oh, last, since last he, season, about, was, uh, by next by next season, he, he just needs one good season where he plays at least um eighty percent of the game, scores about a uh, twenty five goals, and we'll take him. Thank you so very much. I think this could be the season because <clears throat> last season he scored just about twenty goals or so. He, he just has to be a bit more consistent. It's hard to be and consistent in the United team still. His decision making in the final third needs to improve as well. Mm-hmm. I think we'll his decision making improved a lot though. Yeah. But he still needs to improve because sometimes he be blasting the ball when he should just finish it into the bottom corner. True, 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 true. But yeah, you could take him for, for 100 mil or something like that. <laughs> wow, boy. Okay, but thank you so very much. You give them off a bit easy there, but you still take him. Or maybe they'll give you the Manchester premium. It's true. One 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 fifty million. Yeah, one fifty. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> uh, would you, would you take back Neymar next season? Yeah. Neymar, wait, but that's a oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean it's wow. against it's against the ideologies of of the club. But Neymar is Neymar. Neymar is Neymar. Neymar, no Neymar will also be like 29 Yeah, fit and on form, there is no better player. Neymar is in his prime. He has about four or five seasons at the top. Why wouldn't I take him back? I would. All right, so... Some Barcelona may disagree with me, but that's just my opinion. Well, before we wrap up, you have any more honorable mentions you want to get off your chest quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I had a couple of them. And I'm watching back my list here. I think um, Ruben Diaz and Nathan Ake to Man City were some decent ones. I actually had Ake on my list. Yeah, he was on mine too. City needed some defenders, you know, because of the injuries to Laporte and Stones last season. And I think that's the extra piece of depth that they were missing. Um, let me see what else I had here but on this list. Um, yeah, Castania to Leicester. Well, I only say him because of his um beginning form, the first four games, I mean, he's racking up goals and assists for them. But I think when Pereira is the right back for Leicester, when Pereira come back, I don't know what will happen with he. So that one. And this one, I see um Napoli pays 72 million for this Nigerian guy, Austin him. So that's an interesting one. I want to see how he'll do in Syria. Maybe he can make them more competitive. Um... Honorable mentions. Um, well, I spoke about Alan already. Um, I think Chilwell should be decent too for Chelsea. Well, he had um, one and a half good games so far. Yeah, he should With be a decent goal analysis. Yeah. I Chilwell, know I... definitely an upgrade to Marcus Alonso. Marcus Alonso, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Like, left back has for been sure. a problem we had for years. For years, it's true. Yeah, well, we play is actually cool. cool. That's true. Yeah, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. Well, you think your problem is solved now, David? Yeah, I think so. I think Chilwell is, is the guy. Okay. He's yeah. a decent left back. Decent. Even decent though Chilwell wasn't my, he wasn't my first choice. Who Chilwell, was your first choice? Chilwell was my first choice. All I want. Uh, we want. We had Chilwell. We was going for Chilwell first, and then um. Interest change, and then we wanted we had Guion, and then we had Guion on Spurs, so we had to get Chilwell. I mean, but Regalian would have been a, a short term though, because I think Real Madrid remains his parent club. No, I think he probably wanted a, a, a left back 
who, you know, you buy him to serve you about five, six, seven years. No, we will, we will wait to buy him. I don't think Real Madrid is selling um, regularly on though. But they did sell him. He going to Spurs. No, there's Real a buyback option there. Well. If I'm not mistaken, there's still a buyback option there. Real Madrid is a very sneaky club, boy. With yeah. plenty of their players yeah. and things, they always put that little buyback option, yeah, buyback especially option. with plenty of their young players and things. So, yeah, that re- regular one. Well, I think Chelsea, Chelsea has been very good at negotiating in the past year, two years. I think we could have get the deal done. In Chelsea favor without a buyback clause. How much will they pay for um Chilwell? Chilwell was about t- 35 around there. Oh. Yeah, Chilwell was a, a good buy and a cheap buy too because if that was Pep and Man City, he would have paid 90 million for Chilwell. Okay. You know, Pep could probably spend a billion dollars on defenders already. Nah, 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 not a billion. Probably like <laughs> probably like two two twenty-five, two fifty. He's spent yeah. a lot on, on defense alone. Yeah. But I mean if his defenders are fit, he should have a good defensive line. Laporte is he's world class. I mean, what is gonna be his excuse this season? I want to know. That's why I was excited about party coming into Arsenal. What is gonna be your what is Pep's excuse this season? Oh, I know. Atten- Atten- in the Premier League or the Champions League? Overall. Uh, but why doesn't he need an excuse for the Premier League? Top one, two champions, two Premier League just two a year before Liverpool there. Doesn't need an excuse. Liverpool, um, sorry, Arsenal needs an excuse. No, but he's an excuse kind of guy. Yeah, he has an excuse for everything. Yeah, well, he's yeah. the only one I don't want to say it, but I have players who are injured. Uh, yeah, yeah that's that his tone that's what they have, they have bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro I mean I don't know if you all bias or I, I don't know probably you all don't take it that way but I mean the continue effect though I'm, I'm not a huge continue fan but I must respect his impact since his return I think oh, I wasn't really you, notice, boss, yeah. you notice how different physically he looks coming back yeah, from Bayern. The man is a beast. I don't know what Bayern is feeding them. I don't know why. He had a personal fitness coach. He didn't have that before. Before he depended on his um um Club. tactical abilities, or his oh. tactical abilities and all of that. But now he is much stronger, and you can see that on the pitch. He's, his defensive work is a lot better than before. And I think he has had a, a really, really good impact on the team since his return. I feel we had to send Mason Mount by him for a year and let him buff up a little <laughs> bit and come back. Because <laughs> anybody, anybody in Bayern, I don't know what he's be feeding here, but he just, after a season, I mean, just, after half a season. Just an athletic boy. He just grew up. Yeah. Because yeah. so, even Alfonso, Alfonso was skinny, skinny when he now comes Yeah, back. but look at him now. Yeah. <laughs> even Serge, even Serge looking like a beast but now. When, yeah, even when Hamas went to Bayern Munich, when he came back, he was bulky. Yeah, he put on bulky. Yeah. yeah. I won't go buy and go train to. <laughs> I don't mind a Capona little 10, 10, 20 pounds or anything. Capona little 10 pounds when I go buy him, you know? Yeah. That's that, it. that dream on food, I don't know what it's happening for. Yeah. Darren, what's your thoughts on um, Serginho death so far? Um, yeah, I... We're still looking for that replacement for Alves. Um, Semedo was not it, and I was saying that almost two seasons now. Um, he's a solid player, but he's just not a world quality, a world class right back. Um, Des has that potential, very, very skillful, very, very fast. So I look forward to what he can offer. But I like Des, very, very skillful. Makes me excited. I find Ole real disrespectful. How Ole could sell the Barcelona player? So wolves. <laughs> he's Portuguese. Oh, yeah. He Portuguese. Yeah, but uh, at that time we were just campering to get monies together to try to purchase um Depay and um and um Garcia. Martinez. Martinez. Yeah. So that that would have been Garcia. So we wanted Depay as the number nine and, and Eric Garcia from Manchester City. So we were struggling to put funds together because we had to sell players. And Semedo just got caught up in that whole thing. Because just like Arthur, they haven't proven themselves to be Barcelona quality over the years. They have been solid, 
but not Barcelona quality. And we all know Barcelona quality is extremely high. Right, I did the same thing. I say with Barkley and Ole Slaughter, me for that. But, but I think I think he didn't get his, the right opportunities though. I mean, Semedo too. Arthur played. Semedo played. Every but week, Barkley, almost. Just substitute, you know. You can't do him that man. I think him a run of five games at least. Well, Barkley was a starter, like last season. Five games in a row. I yeah. never see. No, I didn't see that at all. I didn't see that at all. I mean, I probably one start and one as a substitute or something like that, but not five starting games. It's like how Kai is getting his opportunities now, starting any game, no matter where he's playing. Barkley didn't get that. Well, we can't Wait. compare Barkley and Kai still. Huh? Well, let me wrap up. Yeah. It's been a good episode. And I find it a Find a door. Tell the viewers to subscribe that often, so... If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe now. We're on 195 subscribers. Make it 200. If right you're listening, here. <laughs> if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you like to listen on, subscribe yes. or follow it. And fo- follow us on Instagram at The Football Fortress. Yes, yes. And Facebook. At the and Facebook. Right. And go, go, go on listen to... <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah, so it's been nice, and we'll see you guys next time on Bias Brothers. Peace out. Mm-hmm.